The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your eh, round one recap for this week's Phoenix Open. Not even close to being finished. KP, uh, we've got a lot and not that much to talk about. Yeah, that's true. We have a, a lot of golf stuff, not a not a ton of PGA Tour stuff. Um, did you see the caddy bibs this week? Uh, I did not. Admittedly, I've not watched a lot of uh, this. Although I guess there wasn't a ton, a ton to to watch on Thursday. Uh, but I did not. I I did see your tweet though, which I was reminded of what they what they look like. It it actually reminded me of when you and I got in that uh, garbage truck on site last year. It's the greatest moment. Or ever. maybe it was just me. I it don't just, know. Yeah, I have the photo of it. But. but uh... Yeah, it's just such a stupid, like, the caddy bibs are reflective. Just a silly, normal, sporty, funny thing. I, I, I wish more, you know, I was telling somebody today, actually, I, I met with a, a guy that runs a local business here in, in where I live in, in Dallas. And I was telling him, yeah, there you go. There's a growler. Um, <clears throat> there's probably a joke to be made about mm. Spieth's irons or something. But I was telling this guy, I was like, man, Phoenix and and you're big on this and and I've always appreciated it, but Phoenix it, it does, I think maybe does the best of any event of leaning into what it is, you know. Right. And I think it's it's sure it's the 16th hole. That's an obvious example and and not super replicable, but it's also reflective caddy bibs. You know, it's it's being sponsored by waste management and and I don't know, like that's a little stupid thing, but I I think it's part the whole it's part of the whole ethos of sort of leaning into what you are, more of what you are and yeah. I, and i think that I, I, correct me if i'm wrong but your thing has always been that more tournaments should do that yeah the t boxes are little garbage trucks and and that event might not be for everybody right there might be people who hate that the thing's a giant party and that you boo players who miss the green i mean there was there were un, i did watch this this morning there were under or sorry overrated chance when jordan speed uh made bogey on 16 that is aggressive and that is people, sick there are people who are not going to like that and that's okay because we are leaning into this and this is what we are and there's gonna be plenty of people who do uh yes my thing is uh it doesn't have to be the 16th hole it doesn't have to be a party hole lean into something i've thought mm -hmm. riviera 
leaning into the glitz and glamour of yeah. LA and Hollywood and all this. You, just lean, you, you can't be a vanilla uh, PGA Tour event like the two dozen other vanilla PGA Tour events. I, one example again, it's it's you can say it's silly, and some of it is, but the the uh, the rink in in the Canadian Open. Yeah, I right. wish they would put, and maybe they've done this. Maybe I didn't see it last year, but do they have? They don't have. Do they have boards up on the sun? They have boards. Uh, yes, by the tee boxes. Okay, yes. so you can like bang on the boards. And that's that's sick. Like that's ridiculous, and that's what regular season golf should be. It's not a it's not a major championship. Uh, speaking of leaning into things, I was I was at Live today. Here we go. They, they lean into some stuff over there. Yeah, what well, I, I guess <laughs> I, I wish I had gone to there haven't really been any events near me, and it's not something that we would necessarily travel for, but were you did the day and the event meet your expectation, exceed it, uh fall short? Like what how did it how did it meet kind of the idea in your head? Yeah, so I was I was actually thinking about this last night. Like what, what are my expectations? Mm -hmm. And I was trying to go in very open-minded with little expectations. Right. And I've said for a couple of years, like, Hey, if, you know, if live is near me, I should go see, I should go see what's going on. And I obviously tried to look at everything through, like, I'm just here for a day of golf, right? Yeah. There, there are still things that are coming out about the socio political, you know, the 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 worldwide politics of things that involve live and piff and everything else and i said i'm just going to go to this event and see it as a, a a thursday golf event the first the first round and it was um it, there were a lot of things that i think were confirmed from what i've heard from other people which is like the music is not nearly as intrusive on site as it comes through in the broadcast like and, and we were uh like we were near a tv and i could hear it more through the tv than i could hear yeah. it in real life like yeah. it, 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 i don't know if it's being piped in or what um it was very it was very fan oriented now not you know they've they've like mascot they've like the golden knights mascots there and the cheerleaders and magicians and like there's a lot of like photo ops and kids are loving it that stuff i don't particularly care about but it was i mean they they lean into hey we're going to make this for like families and you're going to have a good time while you're here whether you're watching the golf or not that's interesting I, I think i've really struggled rick with separating the um the the global politics in the golf so right I, yeah and i think at first at the very beginning they were so intertwined that it was like i <laughs> I don't even know how to talk about these separate from one another, right? Because there wasn't a golf product yet. It, it was just such a, and even into last year with like going to the Trump courses and it just felt so intertwined in politics. And now I think for the first time, we talked about this with, with Maya Kobo last week, it feels like, okay, we can actually talk about the, the golf product, right? Mm -hmm. And maybe that's on us for not being able to kind of untangle those things earlier but it does feel like you can sort of talk about the two separately and maybe that's what they want or what not 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 I, th I think sometimes it's hard because it's like man there's so many people that work at live that like have right. nothing to do with the saudi arabian government for sure right and, right? They're, and they are just trying to like 
do a good job. Do a good job. Yeah, and that's so unfair to them. Um, but but you know, I I don't I, I still like I, I struggle to know what's the right way to sort of talk about all this. And I think we've done an okay job, you and I, of of saying okay, right now we're talking about this as a sort of arm of their government or as a government entity, which is a weird thing and something that we've struggled to understand and figure out. And and now we're talking about it as a golf thing, which is more of our world and, and more of kind of what we understand. And uh, I think as a golf product, I mean, we talked about this with Mayakoba, it, it's, it's, it's not bad. And it, and I think it's, it seems to be getting better. The, the roster is really good, or at least way better than it used to be. It, it is now at least like watchable. I mean, I remember tuning in the first couple of weeks and being like, I have not seen a good golf shot hit yet. Like, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what's That's happening. What Brooks was sucking and it was... Yeah, yeah, I was like, this is wild. Now, what I will say, KP, because we, we've talked about this a lot, kind of like what the end game of the team stuff is. Mm -hmm. They're all in on the team stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, everything is branded by team. Everything. Um, you see those logos everywhere. You see in the, the merch, each each team's like merch is has little nods to guys on the team. Like only on the high flyers can you get like coffee tumblers. And all, like, you know what I mean? Like there's very like specific, like they are all in on the teams. And we've talked about good, bad, and different. Is it worth having a team event or a team result every single week? Should that be just season long? But I, I learned today very clearly, like I, there's no way they just cut the teams and do without it. They're, they're, they're in on teams. Yeah. And I think that, I, I mean, I, I think in a lot of the ways they've gone about that have been silly and, and not strategic or not. I mean, they've all been strategic. They haven't been very good in terms of strategy. Uh, but broadly, I think it's smart because I think it opens up a bunch of revenue streams. I think it, um, you, you know, it differentiates you. Um, I one thing I noticed, I don't know if you noticed this, but I think the only—I shouldn't say this—the only player that I noticed that wasn't wearing team gear. Did you notice this? Uh, is it? Well, is it Brooks? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, which Brooks is still a, wears his Nike stuff. I think that's a flex, right? Yes. When you're rolling in, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Uh, and I, and I wonder if there was ever a conversation about that, like, like as he signed his deal, like I'm gonna wear whatever I want, or I'm just, hey, you can send me that stuff, but I'm gonna roll up it. Whatever <laughs> I, want. I would believe either one with him, but even Rom is in and DJ, and I read this article that uh, it was a state-run media article. It was on the Live website, but it was it was about Phil and the high flyers and the team planning, and and it it, it read a little Saturday Night Livey where you're like. This is a parody, you know. He's talking about like opening champagne bottles with sabers, and you're like, mm -hmm. okay, like that's that's a lot. But there was an undercurrent there of like sincerity, of genuine like, and 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 it made me think, man, if this was a little bit different context, um, and a different sort of uh, structure to the league, I I think there, I don't know, like there's something kind of cool about it and uh i don't know i'm i'm fascinated to see what happens with the team stuff as the leagues theoretically merge back together i'm glad you said the word cool 
because so so Mina was there with me, and and I, there was things where I was like uh, like pointing like there are definitely things I was like that's cool. I mean, their mm -hmm. graphics, their branding, they've got these massive scoreboards everywhere that are showing you. I mean, it's, it's an unbelievable job that they do with the branding and the graphics and stuff. But I felt, and I was thinking this earlier, the, they walk this line between corny and cool yeah. constantly. Yeah. And some stuff is cool and some stuff is corny. And you're yeah. just like bouncing back and forth between like, Oh man, this is cool. This is cool. It's just like that's the way I felt all day long when I was out there. Yeah. No, you're you're totally right. And I don't know. It's really hard to get past. We've talked about this a bunch, but it's it is hard to get past the names and logos. It's just so I, I don't I don't I guess it's very easy to criticize when we don't have to maybe we should do this as a thought exercise, but we we haven't come up with anything better, you know. Yeah. And somebody made the point, I, I've, I can't remember, maybe, maybe somebody on our podcast on Tuesday made it, or maybe on the Friday pod, podcast that I was on or something, where it was like, so many, so many um, sports teams and their nicknames are tied, even if they're goofy. Oh, this was Andy Johnson on the Friday. Like his, his example was the thunder or the magic, right? Where you're like, oh, that's kind of like just in a vacuum. You're like, that's kind of like the th the thunder is kind of dumb, mm -hmm. but it has meaning because it's tied to a, a specific place. And I think that's where Liv gets, and even like the TGL stuff, like they they tried to tie everything to a specific place, which I think is actually pretty smart. But it's hard because like it it was still kind of random. I mean, I guess it was like the owners were from those places or they lived in those places. But when you've got Adam Scott and Rory and and uh, Hatton, I guess Keegan's kind of from Boston area, but it still felt a little like, uh, I don't know, just pulled out of thin air a little bit. And there are, and and yes, and to, you know, the Pelicans is kind of weird. I, but even there are some teams that like the Lakers being in LA doesn't make any sense anymore. Because they were originally right. from what Minneapolis, and that was the land of. 10, but at least, it, at now. least there's like a, a history, like something right. there that it that it was right. originally tied to. Yeah, and yes. I think I, I was talking to some friends. I was on a run this morning with some friends, and we were talking about the the just the whole professional golf landscape. And and my buddy who follows it casually was like, "Yeah, I I think it'd be really cool." I wrote this in the normal sport newsletter. Just a true hierarchy with everybody, like a true pyramid, not nine different leagues sort of interacting and sort of part of the pyramid, but like a true top hundred guys, they play these 15 events. You're in the bottom 30, you're out, right? Because what golf doesn't have going for it, I pointed out to him is like soccer can be so fractured and so broken up with a ton of different leagues because the teams are tied to a location. And if you are from mm -hmm. Manchester or you are from uh, Liverpool or whatever, you're Madrid, you are always going to be a fan of that team, no matter what league they're in. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. We were talking about so we were talking about international soccer, and I was like, I don't know what the cups and the leagues are, but fans of those teams do. It doesn't. It doesn't matter how fractured it gets because they're always going to be a fan of that team. But with individual sports that are not tied to any place, I think it does matter how fractured it gets. Because when it's fractured and that turns you off, you're like, I don't even feel allegiance to any of this. So I, why, why would I ever pay attention? 
Right. It's the same as like, am I, I'm not going to root for a league. So why am I going to root for like, like what am I rooting for at this point? Exactly. Like, what am I rooting for actually? Yeah. So anyway, that was just one, one thing I thought of today. Okay. Well, um, we will reset. There was an insanely low score shot in the world of golf today. And then we'll update you on what is going on in Phoenix on a very soggy uh, TPC Scottsdale. But first we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash CBS Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Who you got this weekend, right? Chiefs. Plus what? Mm, I so, thought I thought the line was two, but I thought uh, are the are the Niners favored? I thought the Chiefs were favored. No, Niners are favored. Oh, okay, then I'll definitely take the Chiefs. So Chiefs plus two. I think that's I think that's the play. I didn't tell you. Uh, so we went to we went to the CBS Sports setup at the Blue oh Blue. the moose the moose is loose. Oh, and, I bet he and is. he is on he is. I mean, this is his mecca. I mean, yeah. it's not only the Super Bowl, but like it's on the strip. People are stopping. He is just, he's like, inter- he's got Baker Mayfield. He's got it. I mean, they, he is just in his element. Yeah. He might be commissioner of the NFL by the, by the end of the week. I, I he's got my vote. <laughs> For sure. It, it was absolutely, it was, it was pretty cool, man. The, the, I mean, there's like three massive stages right next to each other. It is right between the strip and the Bellagio fountains. Like it, it's, it's insane. There, there you go. go. Oh, my. I, that was a good pull, Josh. Um, I was thinking about the Moose this week because I was just I was just excited for him. That's like such a cool stage for him. And I had it on. I was kind of writing and working. I think it was yesterday. I had it on. Just saw him just just vibing right next to the to the fountains. And uh, yeah, I was just I was pumped for him. It was so good. It was so good. Um, okay, so while they were in a weather delay in Phoenix, there was. 
an event on the Corn Ferry Tour in Colombia. And Cristobal Del Solar shot a truly historic score. Not, not a typo, KP. A 57 out in 27, in in 30. That is 13 under par on a par 70. He had two eagles along the way. And, I mean, this is a score that would make Kim Jong-un blush. <laughs> was it Un or Il that shot the 30? Uh, I think it was Il. Yeah, I got over my skis a little. Kim Jong-un's <laughs> the guy now, right? I don't know. I I don't know. Why I think it was Kim Jong-il who shot it. Uh, whoever it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's sick. He missed a six-footer for 56. He, he made a four. He, he parted the last three holes to shoot 57, which is how many threes is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 13 threes and a two. I mean, now, it's a joke. that's crazy. Two things. One, it's 6,200 yards. Okay. And they played preferred lies. And two, they played preferred lies. I, I don't. I mean, fifty-seven is fifty-seven. It's it's filthy. Uh, I did joke, and it, people didn't get it, obviously. But I said I only recognize fifty-sevens that are shot on par seventy-twos. I didn't realize at the time that I made the joke that it was a sixty-two hundred yard course, which actually, it, that is the 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 real issue. I don't care about par. I do care about distance, right? Um, but it's still, I mean, it's still insane. Do you care that he gained, I think it was 13 shots to the field? Mm, I thought it was like nine. Really? I, yeah. I tried to do the quick math earlier. Maybe I screwed it up. I, do, I don't back, I don't stand by 13. Somebody somebody tweeted nine or maybe 10. Um, I oh, do yeah. care about strokes gain. I, I, I mean, Neiman last week, uh, 59, he gained like 11 or 12. Yeah, no, I think it was 11-something. It was a good... So here's the issue that I'm having. So that scorecard that we see on screen is, is, a, is a par 70. I'm actually in the PGA Tour like the like the tracker, like the media tracker, and they yeah. just listed as a 71, which is why I guess my number might be off here. Uh, oh, yeah, they have this listed... This is not right. They have this listed as a par 71, 7,200 yards. That is not right. Mm -mm. That's okay. on ShotLink? That's on ShotLink. That's not even close. No, it's not. So I do I do care a lot oh, about Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're playing two courses this week. Ah, uh, there you I'm go. I'm sorry. Yes. Scoring average was 66 and a half. Got it. Okay. That's so nine. nine you played the shorter course. That? Nine and a half. Yeah. Which sick, right? Like nine and a half will be one of the rounds of the year. Yes. It'll, uh, yes, it'll be a yeah, very top, you know, top percentile for sure. But again, strokes in, I, I feel like I'm poo-pooing on a 57. I'm not trying to do that, but strokes in does not. There's going to be, there's going to be a, there's going to be are, a 62 that gains like nine and a half strokes to the field. The, yeah. Josh pointed out there are 11 62s or better. So good round, but not. 57 at like TPC Sawgrass or something. This is like when you see the tweets that are like, what would a pro shoot if he comes to your local Muni? Exactly. Got it. Yeah. 62. I, I feel like, I feel like I play longer than 6,200 when I play my local Muni. 
dude, uh, the place that I normally play is like 66 from where yeah. I play. Yeah. The longest I'll ever, I played a, I actually played, um, uh, it's right here on the strip. It's Valley High. I got talked into playing it from one farther back than I would have liked to. And it was like 7,000. I'm like, this is way, I'm hitting, I'm hitting driver three wood into every par four. This is way too long for me. I think Augusta National from the member tees is like just to get people a, oh, I might, I'm going to get this wrong. I think it's 6,500. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be, like the, yeah. Like where Fred Ridley plays from. Right, right. Yeah, that's, that's, 63 is kind of, kind of different. Yeah, still sick. Still sick. Congratulations. Uh, uh, <laughs> he might not even win the tournament. We'll see. Okay, um, Phoenix. So here's here's the issue that we've had that we had with Phoenix. Uh, we knew there was a little, a little weather in the forecast. Uh, I don't think we knew it was going to absolutely dump and it set them back a couple of hours. The early wave is kind of just finishing up right now. There are guys in the afternoon wave who have not teed off yet. There is probably a group or two that will not tee off or maybe get a hole or two in because as we record this, I think they've got about an hour of daylight and uh, there, there's just going to be a lot of golf to get to get caught up on here in the next couple of days. Yeah, there is. <laughs> Is it a situation where they can get caught up by Friday night? Well, you're going to have to go. Um, Probably not, right? No, I don't think so. They don't have to get caught up on Saturday. So they'll, they'll 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 bump it into Saturday. Yeah, it's a bummer because then it 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 just well, I guess it's good for the crazies that get there on Saturday morning, right? Oh yeah, I mean because they're going to go off like because uh, I imagine on Saturday morning there are going to be guys who are playing multi it's almost going to be like a shotgun start because people they're going to have to finish up round two and then yeah. immediately flip it into round three. Yeah, which is, you know, this event, some events you'd be like, oh, that sucks. But this event, it's kind of, it, it'll be great because there'll be people there, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. That, oh, that's the other thing I was going to say about Liv. There wasn't really anybody there. Now, yeah. I will tell you this, Thursday at Shriners, there's also nobody there. But well, that's the thing. Definitely nobody there. Even even Pebble last week. Yeah, it, it, it's. I, I think it, people. It, do you think people? Do you think this? The the. Do you think this drama keeps anybody away? Because the 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 viewership numbers are basically the same, if not sometimes better. Right? Yeah. I, no, I, I don't. I don't think people go to golf tournaments. Uh, to to see golf really uh, so some people do um but even even for me like if i go to a golf tournament well this hasn't happened in a long time but if i just go to a golf tournament for fun it, it's mostly going to be to like walk around with my friends or my kids it's not it, it it's not necessarily because like i'm invested in you know what Trey Mullinex shoots in the first round. Yeah, because it's kind of hard to follow if you're there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So to answer that question, no, not really. And I, I think the TV point, it's so – I've been been—I've actually been pretty surprised about the numbers. But I think what it's made me realize, Rick, is it's, it's so um, – there's so much institutional inertia where it's like, oh – Cheryl Park, the the place that I play at here in Dallas, they've just got it on in their clubhouse, and they're part of the. I don't know how the Nielsen ratings work, but <laughs> I, I presume it's it's a bunch of stuff like that that it, they're never not going to have it on, right? And like yeah. my <clears throat> dad or whoever isn't is just 
it's just on like it's just in dj pihowski's talked about this it's it's i'm making this turn up but it's institutional inertia where it, it this is why there are no needle movers because it doesn't it doesn't even matter you're just you just have cbs on on sunday afternoon hmm. okay that yeah that's interesting and that adds up over time and yeah no i, I could i could get behind that Phoenix. Uh, so Sahith Thigala is sitting in the middle of the fairway on number nine. That is his uh, final hole of the day. And that is important because he is currently the solo leader. So it has taken him all day to get this round done, highlighted by uh, a three straight birdies on two, three and four. That was on his second nine. And he continues his great play around TPC Scottsdale. Yeah, I, I regret not picking him for the one and done now. <laughs> This also, I feel like this place doesn't make any sense that he plays well at, but he uh, he has gotten a lot. I never get him right. He is he is probably the hardest guy to handicap for me, and um, I don't know why he plays well here, but he does. Why do you? Why does it not make sense that he plays well? Because I think that he's. I think that he would get into too much trouble off the tee here. There is, there's not a lot of trouble, but, but like if you, there's, you know, five holes with water off the tee, you can find yourself in the desert a little bit. I just, I just don't think this is a great spot for him. And yet he proves it wrong. So last, uh, so players in the field this week, best true strokes gain at TPC Sargrass, Scotty, Hideki, JT, Sungjae, and Sahith. At TPC Scottsdale. Did I say TPC Sawgrass? You did. So I just want to make sure you weren't looking up Sawgrass. No, I was not. I was okay. on Scottsdale. Yeah. Okay. It sounded like you were based on the guys that you said, but I just wanted to confirm that. Uh, <laughs> too much trouble is in like, if you're in the desert, you, it's hard to, because I keep going back to the thing you said about it's a little Augusta like in that you have to hit these mm -hmm. shelves on the greens. Mm -hmm. So when you're in the desert, you can't hit those shelves. Is that sort yeah. of what you're saying? I think I think the most part on desert golf courses, when you get into the desert, you are you are just at the luck of the draw. So so sometimes you yeah. get a really clean line. It doesn't matter that you're in the desert, and sometimes you are in a footprint, and sometimes you are up against one of those weird little bushes, and sometimes it's just like you're just kind of it, it just introduces more luck into it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Um, he just kills this course, though. I mean, he's it. just been he's been awesome. So. I, I love it when Sahith is in contention. Uh, one, because he's an emotional player, and I think that's always interesting. And two, because he is kind of erratic at times, yeah. and uh, he's a little speedy, which is which is always fun. Uh, speaking of speaking of erratic at times, go. Jordan Spieth gave us some of the Spieth experience. He made a fifty foot putt for birdie he hit it into the water on uh, a layup he holed yeah, out from a greenside bunker and then he made the turn kp that was all <laughs> on his first nine of the day what, uh, did he, what hole did he try to lay up on was it 15 he tried to lay up on 15 it's the par. it's the par five uh, it's like an island uh, who did that last year in the final round was it nick taylor uh, I don't know if he tried to lay up, but didn't Rom hit it into the water? And on maybe it was Rom. Maybe it was. We were right behind Rom. Yeah, and he hit it into the or uh, yeah, hit into the water right on yeah on fifteen. And then he gets overrated chance at sixteen as he turns I could, in. I mean, I could not. That's the overrated I, chance. I respect the heck out of that. And that's the only hole in the world in which that flies. Yeah. But but I love it. It's awesome. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, typical typical speed front nine, uh, three pars, two under. Yeah, and so three, three under total. Back nine. Three under, three under total. He is as of this moment, uh, three shots behind Sahith, who is playing eighteen right now. But that's three shots off the lead and half the field to go. So I mean, he's he's in it. He's big in. I want to I want to see him like go get one, like a pre Masters. Hey, I'm going to win this by four. I don't know if he is that player anymore, but I'd love to see it. Oh God, uh, Spieth winning uh, in the calendar year before the Masters always gives me goosebumps. Yeah, that's I love that as a subplot. Like it doesn't even matter if it's January, February. It doesn't matter. It's just like, hey, he's he won three starts ago. Now he's yep. going to Augusta. Yep, yep. And I think that I don't know. I don't. I don't know where his game is at. I don't know if he. He certainly has more confidence than he did in like 18, 19, 20, I think, but he's not at that 15, 16, 17 level. I think he's probably, you know, somewhere between those two guys, which is a very good player. Um, I just don't know. I, I, I don't know what, I don't know what he is. Is he, is he, is he JT? Is he, uh, is he as good as Morikawa? Like, who, who's better right at, at golf right now? J, uh, Jordan Spieth or Colin Morikawa? That's it's Colin Morikawa. It's not even remotely close, right? I, I think remotely close. I think, but like, they make me feel different. But it is not remotely close. Well, I think that's the thing. It's like <laughs> on a Friday night, if they're both one back, who do you well, feel? Well, I fear, I fear Jordan Spieth. Right, which is which is kind of weird, right? I, I think on paper you're 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 right. Morikawa is like consistently a top five player, but you, but you look at the leaderboard and the and Spieth just still jumps out. Okay, I'll I'll tell you this: if you play a thousand holes, Morikawa whoops him. But yeah. if I have a bet on a long shot trying to fend off either Jordan Spieth or Colin Morikawa, I am more worried about Spieth. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and you're That's and you're more worried about him in. Um, chaotic situations. Of course, he, which, he lives in chaos. Which, <laughs> yes, which is every back nine, like of a at the end of a tournament. Yes, and so I think that I think that part is I don't disagree with you about the answer to that question, but it still I think is an interesting thought exercise because of just just the chaos of it all. There is a chance Jordan Spieth gets Friday off. Right, because they're he. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to have to. Round one is going to have to be played for half the field. They're going to have to flip around and play their second round. He has an afternoon tea time. He might not get on the course on Friday. Right, and then maybe go thirty six on Saturday, which would oh, be would be so sick. Yeah. Any any time I do. So this this happened when we were there last year, right? There was a couple of guys who had to play sixteen twice in the same day. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I do love that. Um, okay, outside of that, I mean, there's just. There's just kind of a lot going on here. Um, Shane Lowry played well, got in at a, a four under 67. Joel Damon, for the first time in a while, put together a good round. Matt Fitzpatrick as well. I mean, th there's th there's there's just so many guys who are one hole in, two holes in, or who have not teed off yet. It's hard to actually give this like a real, yeah, it's a real look at it. It's so early. Is Scotty still the? Do we have favorites? Is Scotty still the favorite? I know he's like three holes in or something. Let's see. So Scotty is uh he is four and a half to one and sahith is six to one so yes uh he is still the favorite okay 
Uh, yeah, I mean, if he putts, he'll, uh, Patrick said this on Tuesday, if he putts, he'll win, and he's putted here. So, Who was your one and done? Uh, JT. Has he teed off yet? Mm. No. One over through two. Sick. Love my, my guy, Sam Burns, one under through two. So, okay. Are they playing together? On pace to just beat the absolute crap out of them. Um, <laughs> I don't think – I have no idea. I don't know. I clicked. I clicked the group thing on the PGA Tours website, and it didn't. It didn't pop up. So. Did anybody else? Did Kitayama or Adam Scott finish? Finish their rounds. Kurt is even through three, and Adam Scott is even through two. No, these are all. Okay. These are, they're all afternoon wave guys. Yes, Burns and. No, I don't know what Josh is saying. Who did you ask me if they're playing together? Burns and JT. They are playing together. Is that right? Oh, I don't know. I think they might be. They might. Be. Okay. Any anything else? Um, I don't think so. I I was I did see it live. So they added um, they added a you know obviously a thirteenth team and all the stuff like all the signage was updated all the grandstands were updated to show all 13 teams do you think that there's a warehouse somewhere of just all the old stuff they can't use anymore <laughs> I would, all that stuff that's brand new that's that you know like they use I, I i mean this seriously if somebody if somebody from live sends me a some signage from like like some crusher signage i i'll put it right there i'll yeah. put it back there it would be a, it'd be a huge thing, but it'd only have 12 teams on it. So they can't use that. Yeah. I, I would, uh, this I would is, seriously throw it back there. This is a trivia question because I could not think about it today. I could not remember. I still don't know the answer. So Bubba changed his team's name to the Range Goats. Okay. What, what were they before? The, the Niblicks, right? The Niblicks. I the Nibbies. Cleeks, yes. Okay. Cleeks still exist. They were the Niblicks. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I've got a trivia question for you, my buddy that I was running with this morning. He's like, I played in a pro-am. He didn't mean to give me a trivia question. He just couldn't think of the guy's name. He's like, I played in a pro-am with a guy that's currently 52. He, I think he played in the pro-am with him a couple years ago. Maybe mm -hmm. maybe longer than that, but he's currently 52 years old. Mm -hmm. Played at Florida, has blonde hair, and won five times on the PGA Tour. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I feel like I should know that. That's a lot. 52. See, 52 is like right, right outside my... Yeah. Right outside my right. 52, University of Florida Gators. Yeah. Five wins, blonde hair. He gave me like so much information. It was it was crazy to me that he couldn't think of the guy's name uh, because he had like everything else about him. <laughs> I guess, so I guess Chris DeMarco, I don't think he has blonde, I mean. I don't think he has blonde hair, does he? He has like brown hair. That was wrong. I guess Stuart Appleby, I don't think he went to college. Yeah, he's from like Australia, right? Yeah, I, I was. I mean, I was flailing. <laughs> I was trying to think of people that were like roughly Phil's age. That yeah, uh, just in, in. I mean, I thought of Justin Leonard. Obviously, he didn't go to Florida. He won more than five times on the PGA I, yeah, Tour. Five is a lot, though. It is a lot. Yeah, it's it, it, and and so because it was five, I started thinking Ryder Cup. I couldn't really get anywhere. Stuart Sink. I I, just, I couldn't get anywhere. And uh, the answer, it's a little tricky because the five oh. wins are. Not good. It's not, not good ones. It's not Aaron Baddeley, is it? No. no. He's not old enough. Okay, who is it? Brian Gay. <laughs> First off, so he won like Bermuda like three times. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's that was what threw me off because I was trying to think of like people in the like Charlie Hoffman type, you know, right. like good Charlie Hoffman's a good player. Brian right. Gay was not. I mean, he's obviously very. I I forgot he uh, fifty two is actually older than that because I remember when he turned fifty because he was like really struggling and then I was like oh he's gonna crush it on the senior tour I can't believe that's been two years I guess it has been yeah wow it's pretty crazy Brian Gay shout out all right we will be back uh, I presume uh, Friday night at sundown in Scottsdale look at this sun coming in my screen look how pink this is now that's crazy it looks because like a, it looks like you have a filter. Yeah, this, well, I kind of do because the sun just crested into the into the hotel room, and and there's a film on the outside of this, and it is now full on pink That's in here. Wild. Wow! How um, are you staying in Vegas? Uh, we're leaving Saturday morning. Okay. Getting out before the chaos. Yes. It's yes. already through the strip. Is like a it is it is it is insane. That's the pro move is to get out of Super Bowl, uh, just the the town on Friday night or Saturday morning. Yeah, all we do it all. We did all the festivities. There's a ton of like happy hours and meetings, and like everybody's in the same city. You know, it doesn't happen all that often. So like people you see, it's like all that. And then when once you get done all that, you get the hell out. Yeah. Are yeah. you hanging with the moose? Uh, so I there's a chance we see the moose tonight. Uh, maybe chance we see the moose tomorrow night. Kind of those are our, our two chances. But but yeah, that I I would like to I would like to. I would like to bop around Vegas. With there's them. a chance. There's a chance you're working in the NFL front office on Monday. Who knows? I mean, who I'm knows? his chief of staff. <laughs> you would kill. You would be awesome. He's he's a perfect commissioner. You're a perfect chief of staff. I'll document the whole thing. I don't know. We'll we'll make it make it happen. I imagine the next uh, first cut will be sundown in Scottsdale on Friday. Until then, big thanks to producer Josh. Does all the hard work behind the scenes. Kyle Porter is available on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.